I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. On this very special episode, I'm sitting inside the Heart Center with the new Crusaders football coach, Dan Curran. Coach, welcome to Holy Cross. Yeah, Kevin, excited to be here. Great to sit down with you for the first time. Looking back at your tremendous run at Merrimack, you took a program from Division II to FCS conference title contender. What made this opening at Holy Cross the right opportunity for you to make the move? Well, I think, you know, anytime you're at a job that you love, at a place that you love, it's certainly not easy to move on. So it had to be really a unique, special opportunity. And for me, that that opportunity was always Holy Cross. You know, I obviously have an immense amount of respect for the tradition and history of the school. And there's, there's a lot of deep ties with my family and friends to this place. So when, it, when that opportunity became presented, um, it was going to be a difficult one to turn down and really excited to be a part of it now. When you sat down with Athletic Director Kit Hughes and the Holy Cross administrators, how do you think you stood out from other coaching candidates? Well, I think, hopefully, I think he understood that for me, this specific opportunity in many ways is something that I've been really working towards my entire life. And I think a lot of times when you look at what people use the term fit a lot, you know, the mission, the values of, of Holy Cross as an institution very much align with the type of student athletes that I want to recruit and develop and coach. And I think when he heard those words come out of my mouth and talked about the plan that was very specific towards Holy Cross, not a generic plan for any college football program, I think that resonated with him and, and Nick and Hopefully that's a big reason why I'm in this position I am now. And it's a good thing you were close by because there was a lot of work to do as soon as you hit yeah. the ground running, yep. press conference, then national signing day, the next day. What's your workflow been like building this program for the future? I mean, listen, it was it was wild, you know, for the first couple of weeks, but all in a good way. Uh, I had a chance to meet some amazing people, really left a really great impression of meeting a bunch of the alumni and some of the players that were still on campus. But those first couple of days, the biggest thing was trying to get our staff put together and obviously speak to as many of the committed kids as we possibly could and then start to put a plan together for a regular signing period, which is going to happen here in a couple more weeks in February. So it's moved really fast. Um, it hasn't quite settled down yet, but I do have my voice back, which is obviously a good sign. So, but yeah, it, it was definitely exciting, overwhelming at times, but really a lot of positive things and getting a chance to meet a lot of great people in this community and feel really good about where we're at right now and where we're going moving forward. It's so important to build the next recruiting class, a coaching staff, but you've also got a room of returning players who are gonna be a major factor in continuing this success. What have your early interactions been like with the current Crusaders? So, you know, I mentioned some of the, the, the big reason, the reason I was so excited to potentially come here was the chance to, to work with the student athletes that, that are here at Holy Cross. And, you know, to say I've been impressed would be a major understatement. The guys that I've been able to meet with and talk to on the phone and through text and been absolutely blown away with just who they are as people. And they seem very excited about, about this new era of Holy Cross. And it's been really, really eye-opening and really everything that I could have imagined it was going to be, you know. So, you know, for me, I think the big thing is understanding, like, you know, you got to recruit a certain type of individual here. And the kids that I've met during my time, my brief three weeks here, have only just, you know, reaffirmed that. You talked quite a bit about that in your press conference. I love this quote. You said, the mission and values of this school couldn't align better with the type of student athlete I want to recruit and coach. How do those factors help you build the best possible roster in FCS? Well, I think it's important, you know, no matter where you are, to understand what is your culture? You know, what are you trying to accomplish? What is the environment? What is the community that you're a part of? And then recruit to that. So for us, it's not just about getting uh, a student athlete that has a really good transcript and a really good highlight tape. It's about getting kids that really love football, don't just like football, kids that live to compete, 
and families that value education and understand the importance of being a part of something bigger than themselves. Because the kids that have those values, they're going to be very successful here. Because this place, as you know, offers so many great things. And it's a community in every sense of the word. And I think it's important to make sure that's part of your checklist when you're recruiting kids, particularly at a place like Holy Cross. The Holy Cross Alumni Network stretches all over the world. It's a passionate fan base. I'm sure you've heard a lot about the support, and we'll see it in the coming weeks. Giving Day is coming up in yeah. February. We'll have your first spring game as Holy Cross head coach in April, and then the golf outing for friends of the program in June. What do you need from Crusaders past and present to help you make the most of this transition? Well, from what I understand, again, in my brief time, I know the Giving Day last year was an amazing success. I think the dollars were the most have raised ever. I know the, the spring game was, a, was an awesome atmosphere. And from what I was told, the golf outing was sold out last year. And from all the people that I've spoke to over the last week and a half, it appears like you know, that momentum is continuing to build, which is, which is really exciting. I think, again, we talked about some of the reasons why this is such an attractive job. We talked about the student athletes and the tradition, the history here. But really that community that's built, really the foundations built through our alumni group. And it's been unbelievable. And I've heard from people that graduated here in the 50s, from individuals that graduated three years ago. And the passion and pride that they have in this place is unique. And I believe that's truly what makes this place special. And something else that makes this place special, there is only one Division I football program right now with five straight conference yeah. titles. The question you've been asked over and over, yeah. how do you carry that torch to number six? Well, I think, listen, no one, no one rises to low expectations. So I think that's not something we should be running away from. That's something we should embrace. And I also think it's important to know that the formula for success never changes. Nothing that this program has accomplished before, as remarkable as it is, is going to help us moving forward. It's really about earning it every single day and every single year. And understanding it starts with recruiting, identifying the right people, uh, not just really good players, but kids are going to come in and be bought in to the Holy Cross tradition and what this place means and what this place stands for. So I think we got a good start with that right now with the type of kids that we already have in that locker room. And, you know, I know sometimes that's the narrative on the outside. This place has graduated a lot of really good players. Um, and there's no doubt about that. That's the nature of college football. But I think there's going to be some, some young guys that are, that are not household names yet, but they're going to be come September and October. And I'm really excited to get a chance to work with them. Let's take a short break. When we get back, we'll talk with Coach Curran about his path to Holy Cross right here on Seder Stories. At Fuel America, we've created a place for people to gather, to share their stories. We are a destination, and we are a starting point. Because Fuel America is not just our name, it's our mission. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals to Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. 
Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Whether you are looking at hosting a birthday party, corporate or youth team outing, church group, or just a night out with some friends, Holy Cross Athletics has just the experience to make your event unforgettable. Holy Cross Athletics offers a number of interactive group experiences where your groups can even have the option of adding food and drinks to your experience. For more information, please call 1-844-GO-CROSS or email us at tickets at holycross.edu. Join us this summer for the Friends of Crusader Football Golf Outing on June 10th at Pleasant Valley Country Club. Be on the lookout for more info coming soon at GoHolyCross.com. Welcome back to Sater Stories presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, joined by new Holy Cross football coach Dan Curran. Coach, you grew up just about 40 miles northeast yeah. of Worcester, pride of Chelmsford High. Yeah. One of five kids in a big Irish Catholic family, yep. and your parents said from an early age that a place like Holy Cross was a place they wanted you to land, whether it be as a player, now as a coach. Sure. What was your earliest tie to this college and this place? So as long as I can remember, just having, uh, I actually had relatives as well as close family friends that attended the school, obviously very proud alum, and remember going to games in those 80s and, and late 90s with Coach Carter and Coach Duffner and the names everybody remembers, Fennerty and, yeah. and Lockbaum and, and obviously Jordan's dad, uh, Jerome Fuller. So, you know, I remember those games very vividly, and, and I actually attended camp here uh, in high school my freshman and sophomore year, uh, right up at the top of the hill before this building was actually even here. So, and in, you know, I think I mentioned in the presser, but my, my very first two scholarship offers were at a showcase here in my junior year. Wow. So, and one of those offers was Holy Cross. So, but yeah, my late parents, Tom and Kay Curran, um, always had a really strong belief and passion in this place. And not only the academic profile, but really what it stands for. Um, and I had three older siblings that were really, really talented student athletes that ended up at Villanova. And then my younger sister, or my older sister, I should say, um, ended up at Worcester State. Um, and, you know, I was the last one to come through. And, you know, obviously Holy Cross is one of the final schools that I was looking at. Um, so, I, you know, I didn't end up coming here, and that was a lot of it was to do to Chip Kelly and, and Sean McDonald. They were really good recruiters, but this is a place that I always felt a special connection to, and uh, it does feel very full circle to be here now as the head coach, which is exciting. It is incredible to think now that you're going to be coaching Jerome Fuller's son, one yeah. of the best running backs yeah. at FCS, a, yeah. a goal line weapon, yeah. and you were pretty good in the red zone back in your day out of the backfield. I was okay. I don't think I was at Jordan's <laughs> level, but I could play a little bit, yeah. yeah. I think he's being humble. Yeah. <laughs> Boston Globe Player of the Year, 1994. You won a state Super Bowl with Chelmsford High. You beat Brookline in 1994. You hit on the hot topic. You had a couple options. You ended up choosing to go with a hot shot young offensive coordinator at UNH named Chip Kelly, who's completely changed the way we look at the game of yeah. football now in yeah. terms of speed. Uh, what made the difference, and and how did UNH really set you on the path that you're on now? Well, I think it starts with, with anything. Anytime you're talking about a successful business organization, or in this case, a college football program, it starts with the people you surround yourself with. And I know at University of Hampshire, I was really fortunate to be around a lot of really good people. Sean McDonald is, is a legend, and I know Chip Kelly's a name everybody knows, but some of my teammates during that era were Tim Cramsey, he's the OC at, at Memphis right now, uh, and Ryan Day, obviously a lot of people know, and those are guys that you know, you're working with every single day. And the coaching lineage that was on that staff, I mean, it's like a who's who. You know, Tony Trishiani's at Elon, he's yeah. my positional coach. Jack Bignell Jr. was the O-line coach. Sean Devine was at, who's at uh, Villanova now. John Perry, who's at Rutgers. So I was around a lot of really good football minds. And I think my passion for the game that was already really high grew a lot during my time at the University of New Hampshire and was really fortunate enough to, to just be a sponge and learn a ton. And, and uh, definitely, I think, pushed me towards that 
later in my career when I knew my playing career was going to be closing out. Here at Holy Cross, we like to say that student athletes can have it all yeah. when they play and they learn here at the college. You had the opportunity to play professionally for 10 years in football. You extended your career, worked very hard, worked through some injuries. How does that shade and factor into the way that you talk with student athletes about their opportunities in the pro game once they leave this place? Well, I think regardless of whether their goal is to play pro football or work on Wall Street or whatever that goal may be, I think that's something that every staff I've been a part of has worked really hard to be a part of that process. And you're fortunate in a place like this to have such an active alumni group too, which is a great resource. But putting those kids in position to reach their goals, not just during their time in college, but when they leave school. And for a lot of those kids, their ambition is to play professional football. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to be around some really good people and have some success. And I think to be able to utilize some of those relationships, whether it's guys I played with or guys I played for, to try and help you know, get some exposure for our players, I think that's all only a positive thing. And I look at that no different than I look at connecting one of our student athletes with one of our alumni that works in corporate America. If we can utilize our relationships and, and capitalize on that, then why wouldn't we do that? And that's something we really are excited about and hopefully can add something here to Holy Cross and give these kids an opportunity to continue to live off their dreams of playing football at the highest level. Yeah, you're going to see some great things through that 90-wide program here yes. at Holy Cross, yeah. setting student athletes yeah. off to the future. Yeah, absolutely. Now let's talk about your step into coaching. Take all of this offensive knowledge you soaked up as a sponge. You become an offensive coordinator at Merrimack and after three years you become the head coach in 2013. I want our audience to understand how difficult that job was in Division II at that time. How did you crest into FCS the way you did with the Warriors because that was never a sure thing. No, it wasn't. I, th I think the big thing is, you know, we didn't necessarily have all the bells and whistles and resources that maybe some of these other schools, not only at the FCS, but even the, the D2 level did have. But it goes back to what I've mentioned a couple of times in this conversation. We had great kids and really good support from the administration. They obviously were very always supportive of me as a, as a young first time head coach. And we knew we had to do things differently. And we knew we couldn't miss in recruiting. And we had to get not just talented students, but the right kid, which is the formula for, set, for success anywhere. And we were able to get a good group together. And I think the big thing for what I learned as a coach is, number one, you got to be true to who you are. You know, that's something that Sean McDonald told me very early in my coaching career. But also from an offensive perspective, even to get more detailed, to build it around what you have in your room. So you can have a philosophy uh, and be like, this is what we want our identity to be. But what are your, what's your best players? What are they good at? and putting them in position to be successful. And I think you look at our time during, at Merrimack, we were able to be very unique. In some years, we're going 10 personnel, no backs for the entire game and throwing the ball 70 times a game. And then you, you saw this last couple of years where we've become a grinded out team that heavy 12 personnel, a lot of play action, um, you know, really dominating the run game, establishing the line of scrimmage, because that's what we're really good at. So I think the big thing for us is on offense, we want to be multiple. We want to have the ability to be balanced and, and create some explosive plays in the run game uh, and as well as with play action. It seems like all those decisions along your football path have led you to Holy Cross at this moment. Your family gets to stay yeah. in their schools, in their home. You're right down the street from where you grew up. What do you think your parents, if they were here now, would say about this opportunity for you at Holy Cross? Honestly, probably it's about time that we, <laughs> that we have a current family at Holy Cross. But I, I know deep down they'd be very very proud, I think, and I think to be extremely happy. Um, it was an emotional moment, not only for me, but honestly, all my siblings and, and even my aunts and uncles, because they know what this place means to our family and what it means to, to my mom and dad. So it was, it was definitely uh, a surreal moment um, and one that I won't forget ever. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll talk about the bright future of Holy Cross football with Dan Curran right here on Seder Stories.
We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone, to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Wegmans Meals to Go makes eating well extra easy. Power up with one of our poke bowls or poke salads. They're made with all your favorite sushi ingredients and served over your choice of greens or grains. Pick from shrimp, king salmon, ahi tuna, and more. And poke is just the beginning. Our fresh-made salads, hand-rolled sushi, and other favorites can be delivered right to your door with a simple tap or click. Order on the app or visit Mealstogo.com. Select stores only. Minimum $20 order for delivery. Check availability in your area. The right way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made from red grapes and no food coloring. And the right way to film it is in slow motion. Obviously. Because authentic ingredients make a sub above. We are UMass Memorial Health, and innovation is something that defines us, that drives us to discover new ways to provide answers and hope, to provide opportunity and access and equity for everyone to redefine what medicine can do and how it can heal relentlessly. Getting that perfect slice is satisfying, fulfilling, and rewarding too. But we don't do it for fun. We do it for fresh. Slice to order makes a sub above. Holy Cross men's and women's basketball are set to play three games in front of a national TV audience on CBS Sports Network Saturday, January 27th and Monday, January 29th. Get your tickets now at GoHolyCross.com tickets or call 1-844-GO-CROSS. I'm Kevin Gale, voice of the Crusaders, and this is Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics, presented by UMass Memorial Health. I'm thrilled to be joined by the new head football coach here at Holy Cross, Dan Curran. And coach, we're looking ahead to the new season. The last couple days, you've been busy filling out your coaching staff. How have you been blending some of the talent that's already on staff here with some other bright up-and-comers around the Northeast? Well, I think first and foremost, walking into the situation, knowing that like this isn't a broken product. So you no. want to make sure you're coming in and, you know, being open-minded and, and having the ability to retain some really talented coaches who are also really, really good leaders and great communicators and teachers. So we're able to do that with, with some really talented guys and excited for the program that we're able to keep those guys on board. Um, and then adding some guys that I believe that fit the values, not only of the program, but um, can add something different that we don't have. Um, and I think we've been able to do that. And it's been a nice balance between some of our guys that have been core guys for me at Merrimack with some of the core guys here at Holy Cross and then some outsiders from some programs, surrounding programs that I think are going to be difference makers for Holy Cross. One of those core crusaders is Brian Veganik. Yeah. He's been promoted from linebackers coach yeah. to defensive coordinator. That's no surprise considering the talent he's recruited and yeah. coached. Jacob Dobbs, one of the best ever to play here at Holy Cross. Liam Anderson, who just made his NFL debut with the Colts. How valuable is it to have his steady hand on the defensive side of the ball? It's a no-brainer. I mean, he's got a, a, a ton of experience. Um, you mentioned already he's a proven recruiter. 
um, a proven developer of talent. Um, some of the best players in the history of the program have come through him, both guys he recruited and developed. And I think you add to the fact just his experience with the front seven in the run game is, is paramount. And I think more important than that, he loves Holy Cross. He loves being a part of this thing. His, his son just graduated from here, was a really good player here. So he's very much all in for Holy Cross. And, and I know our players are really excited when we're able to keep him on board. Here's the good news. You know who's going to call the plays. It's yep. going to be you. Yeah, it'll be collaborative. Yeah, it will be me <laughs> along with Coach Dresner, uh, who spent some time earlier in his career with me at Merrimack, had a ton of success at Maine, most recently at Stony Brook. But obviously the two of us see the game very much the same way. And we were actually just meeting earlier today, kind of co collaborate, collaborating and kind of you know meshing some of our concepts and ideas together. Um, and I'm really excited about working with him again. And are you excited to work with an up-and-comer named Joe Pizanski at quarterback? We saw some flashes of greatness yes, this year. Yes, yes. I mean, the thing that was probably most impressive with Joe, as much as the Fordham game was, was yeah. obviously a really, really good game for him and the program, the first time I met him, I was blown away. You know, he's a natural leader. He's a great communicator. You can tell his teammates absolutely love him. And that's important at every position, but I think even more so at the quarterback spot. Holy Cross ranks number six nationwide with a 98% student-athlete graduation rate. We've got to ask, how do you maintain that excellence with this football program? Well, I, I think a big part of that is the people that we have in this building. Um, it starts with identifying the right student athletes that understand the value of a degree from Holy Cross and, and are passionate about their education and families that feel the same way. But having the people in the building that really do a great job of supporting them and obviously our faculty, which is amazing, um, you know, helping them on a day-to-day -day basis, allowing them to accomplish their goals in the classroom. And we're very fortunate here at Holy Cross, as you know, and we kind of have, you mentioned about having it all. We do have the ability to have it all and get a world-class education and get a bunch of really talented people to support our student athletes to get to their goals. We're sitting in the Heart Center as we speak, a spectacular facility at yeah. the FCS level. Just peeked out the window at the indoor practice facility. All of these tools at your disposal now, but there's more work to be done. The Crusader Athletic Fund has done such a great job fueling athletics through their fundraising efforts. Mm -hmm. What are some of your fundraising goals ahead to keep the standards so high? Well, I think something that we're, the program has already been able to address, which has been a complete game changer, is the ability with some of the technology, You know, whether that's the catapult system, that Coach Grazzi did a great job bringing that into the program, making it a huge piece. And for people that don't understand what that does, it, it gives the ability to monitor the student-athlete's activity and, and focus on minimizing soft tissue injuries, which is something that they've been able to accomplish at a great deal here the last two seasons. The other piece is the nutrition piece, which is a huge hot topic you know, situation that everybody in the country is talking about from FCS to FBS, and I believe our situation is as good as it gets at the FCS level. But I think it's gonna to continue to get better, and that's obviously really exciting, not only for the program, but really for the student athletes. I think, obviously, you know, the, the last piece for me is the national recruiting deal. I think when you talk about the success, particularly recently with Holy Cross football, with the brand, the Holy Cross brand, which is a national brand, the ability to capitalize on that and recruit nationwide, you know, part of that is, is, is some of the resources that we're getting through the CAF. So the ability to continue to do that and capitalize on getting not just great talent in our backyard, which is really important in recruiting, but be able to you know, cast our net nationwide and get kids, talented kids from Texas and from Florida, from California. And the ability to continue to bring in and, and access those resources is going to be huge. Coach, I think we could sit here all day and talk about how bright the future is. Yeah. But this is your first time on Seder Stories. We always wrap it up with the Nick Smith special, we like to call it. Okay. These are the rapid-fire questions, right, so don't think too hard. Just say what comes to your mind first. Here we go. Favorite football player of all time? Walter Payton. What's your game day superstition? Whatever we had success with the last game, I'm wearing the exact same outfit. Run or pass? 
That's a trick question. Because <laughs> it depends on the situation. Oh, yeah. you got to pick one. RPO. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. Perfect. You like that Hedge answer? the bet. I like that. Yeah. Dogs or cats? Dogs. How much do you bench? People are asking online. So I got a torn rotator cuff and a torn labrum, so I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm guessing it's not what it used to be, but I'm still in the fight. Probably, probably around four. 400 yeah. pounds. Okay. Remember the Titans or Rudy? Remember the Titans. Phone call or Zoom? Phone call. If you weren't a coach, what would be your job? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I'd like to think something in a leadership position where I'm developing people, so probably a teacher. When you're not coaching, what's your hobby? What do you do for fun? My family and my friends, that's about it. I'm a football guy, so. If you ever take a vacation, where do you go? The beach. And lastly, what's the best part of your job as Holy Cross's new football coach? The chance to work with our student athletes. There's no, there's no debate. That is 100% the best part of our job. And we're really fortunate that we get the best at this place. And I'm excited to work with them. And we're excited to work with you, Coach. It was a pleasure to see what you built at Merrimack. And we're thrilled that it's going to be right here at Holy Cross the, West, the rest of the way. Congratulations Thank you. Appreciate again. it. Yep. That's going to do it for Seder Stories. I'm Kevin Gale reminding you, if you like this interview with Coach Dan Curran, leave us a five-star rating and review. You can find Seder Stories every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we hope to see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Kevin Gale. Go Cross Go. Go.